You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. There. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I got all of the Vegas Bad Boys here with me, and uh, we want to welcome you to Wrestling Talk. Excited to be here. If you're watching us live, feel free to throw your comments in the box. We're always live on YouTube Live, on Twitch, and on Facebook Live. So uh, we Welcome you to join us every Sunday, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time is when we go live for the recording. If you're not able to join us live, you can always download the podcast starting usually midnight tonight. You will get the uh, wrestling talk version. And that's, again, midnight Pacific Standard Time. So we got a lot to talk about, fellas. Of course, we have SummerSlam that just went down, but we also going to mix that with all the past wrestling that went down this past week as well. So let's get right into it with our four-way stop. All right. We love to always start off with Sin City Steve. Tell us, please, man, what was your highlights for the week? Well, as you had mentioned, WWE SummerSlam is in the books. This show overachieved in every sense of the word. I was thoroughly sports entertained for most of the show <laughs> yes. and I'm very optimistic for the future. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, Roman Reigns is still your undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Insert eight words to describe the championship after that. Uh, after retaining against Brock Lesnar in the main event in a last man standing match that was, I'll go ahead, I'll say it, one of the best last man standing matches that I've seen. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> sure. Um I've got, I've got only one qualm with this match, okay, and we'll talk about it later. No doubt. Um, elsewhere, uh, also still your world tag team champions, the Usos. Great. Champions over a division with virtually no credible challengers. <laughs> also, Jeff Jarrett was a referee in this match, in case you didn't know. They chose mm. to uh, comment on that every five seconds. Um, <laughs> he also added virtually nothing to the match, but he was in Nashville. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Liv Morgan, still your SmackDown Women's Champion after pinning Ronda Rousey. Well, Ronda had an armbar locked in on Liv. Liv tapped out at the same time that the final count was given. So there's that. Oh, and by the way, in case you were curious, there were other wrestling shows on this week. Um, elsewhere, we have a new FTW champion in Hook, uh, who defeated Ricky Starks on Dynamite. Obviously, this was after Starks defeated Hook's tag team partner, Danhausen. And then we also saw the implosion of Team Taz. So Powerhouse Hobbs turns heel on Ricky Starks. Hook, who is Taz's son, has the FTW title. Is Team Taz completely done? And will the FTW title finally go away? Mm -hmm. uh, all right. All right. Well, with that, Simon Street, go right into it, man. What you get your highlights? 
Well, definitely. Uh, this is probably going to be the ongoing thing that we're going to say. SummerSlam was incredible. Not going to lie. Um, there was a lot going into it. Uh, I like how they started off. Uh, Bianca Belair and um, the girl Big Time Bex went ahead and went up for a good match. I thought I wasn't going to be as pleased as I thought I was because we've seen this match quite a few times. So um, for them to kind of keep it the way it was. But the biggest part was what happened after the match. We saw, um, and real quick before I preface this, shout out to AKA the False Prophet Meltzer who said that uh, EO Shirai was out the door. Well, you might not got EO Shirai, but we did get EO Sky, which is her new official name. But who before she came out, we had Bailey, which I was very happy to see. I know you gentlemen feel the same way. Mm -hmm. um, she was looking good, fantastic. Um, and then, uh, you know, we also had Dakota Kai, which a lot of people didn't even know. You know, everybody thought she was going to choose AEW. She ended up choosing WWE. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, all I got to say is Brock Lesnar bringing out that damn tractor and shit was a new one. I've never seen it. I wanted a WWE 2K24 for a, a oh, oh shit moment <laughs> that I can activate because that shit was fucking amazing. Um, outside of that, uh, some 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 shows, as Sin City Steve did say, uh, you know, uh, I did get a chance to see uh, Fight of the Fallen. And uh, one match that really had me on the edge of my seat was Dante Martin versus Sammy Guevara. That was awesome. Like, I know Impact be talking about Dante Martin. I know Cincinnati, you have. Boy, did he show out. It was a great match just between the both of them. Really, really spectacular. And then, uh, you know, just overall, uh, SummerSlam really just blew me away so much. I can't even talk about Raw, SmackDown. Nothing fails into comparison. Um, last thing, Theory, freaking amazing. That's all I can say. Keep keep doing that shit. Every goddamn pay-per-view, I'm looking for it. No doubt. Uh, I'm going to mention a little bit uh, Dante Martin, and um, he'll be a little bit later when we uh, <laughs> when we move down segments. Matt Michaels, what's your uh, highlights? Um, well, let's, uh, let's go right for the Miz and Logan Paul. What the fuck, man? That was just a... a you know, remember, too, it was humid as fuck, and they had misters going. So these guys were literally taking chances by going on the ropes. And um, if you ever thought that The Miz is not a good wrestler, fuck off, because mm -hmm. that just proved how good he is. Um, you had, um, let's see, uh, I'd say the... Um, the live and Ronda finish was great because it didn't come at the three count. It actually came. She tapped on two, but the way the ref was positioned, he couldn't see it. So usually it's that fucking bullshit, you know, where it's the same time. That actually was smart shit. Uh, hey, can we say wow to Edge's new fucking look? That was freaking amazing for, you know, something that they built up with those promos um and uh you know early on in the in the uh pre-show uh in blood he wrote i'm coming to day and or tonight whatever it was and uh yeah we got to see him of course the uh, the women showing up uh was was wonderful um and uh 
the um, match on NXT between Zoe Stark and uh, Gigi was uh, was solid and uh, some good shit. Uh, and Andre Chase uh, and Thea and Bodie and Frazier is back, and that match against uh, Vici was really fucking good. Very surprised that Andre Chase, uh, you know, got a you know got such a performance in that one. So good stuff. Well, you know what? It's just, I might as well just skip on to too sweet because every last one of those things was pretty much mentioned in my four way. And the biggest one for me, starting not even starting off SummerSlam, would have been uh, uh, for Andre Trace and Giovanni. I thought that that match was absolutely that was the one thing that I was going to shout out. Um, I, I, if anything, I want to start seeing some wins. Uh, come from Mr. Andre Chase. Um, they got a good thing going over there. I, I love the whole idea of, you know, I always figure if I'm going to go to one of those matches, I mean, to one of those shows, I want a, a Chase U shirt. And I want to go sit in a Chase U uh, part of the uh, uh, arena. So, uh, but at the same time, if we're going to have teachable moments, if we're going to have a guy who is, uh, you know, you're building so much, well, you got to give them, give them some wins here or there. So uh, it was a great match overall. I just want to say on that. Uh, yes, Miz and Logan Paul, I definitely wanted to throw that out there. That was a really good match again. Shout out to Logan Paul. It's just amazing how, you know, when Logan Paul first comes out on TV, fans are like, boo, this guy. Uh, even even during the, the him coming out on the SummerSlam, you know, fans are just kind of still not sure. But, of course, after he takes down the Miz, it's a, it's a big pop uh, for him. So, I don't know. We'll see where, you know, what happens there. Um, kicking off the show, Bianca Belair and, and Becky was the was definitely the right way to go. Uh, they put on a hell of a match as well. Um, yeah. And seeing how that match came at the very end was just uh, a shock. It's a lot now to look forward to. So I am um, I'm looking forward to that as well. Liv Morgan, Ronda, another one. I think we just went over. Uh, just one that I, I you just got to give props to because I knew Liv Morgan was going to get her ass whooped. So I didn't know how this was going to come out uh, the way that it did, and it came out uh, perfect. So, uh, so shout out to that match as well. I tell you what I'm gonna do. We are gonna get right into the two sweep for the week. And I'm going to kick that one off, so I'm not the same one repeating the same stuff over and over. So here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe no one didn't have the same ones I have. But I have to put the Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the suite, too sweet, uh, this week. Uh, come on, man. That's – I – I was I was a fan again. I mean, I'm still was I'm always a fan, but I mean, I was just I was back in my childhood era watching what the hell is going on, getting excited, being mind blown, going, "What the hell am I looking at? This is crazy. This is the best show ever." You know, I had to start thinking about all the past SummerSlam that has happened, and I know I can't think back that long to try to see is this my number one. I'm sure it's in my top three, but I have to literally go back. It was one hell of a match that they put on together. Uh, so shout out to that. The Usos and Street Profits as well. Uh, that, man, uh, Street Profits, I mean, where, 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 where do we go from now, man? I want to keep these guys going. I don't, I don't want any tease of any breakups. I mean, come on. They singles, didn't do it, singles, but I'm just, I'm singles. just <laughs> you know, but one hell of a match. Um, oh, okay. Bullet Clubs, Ace Austin went against Honor No More, Keeney King. Great match. That was on Impact Wrestling this past week. Um, 
good things are coming down the line. I'm going to mention something I'm looking out for because emergence is coming up. And um, I think we're going to start getting some really good things coming out of uh, I don't know more. The way that ROH, I think, should be uh, used going, uh, you know, I think they've been doing, doing everything right on this side of impact with some of the members of, uh, of ROH. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that more. The diamond mine match in the D'Angelo family. I thought that was definitely a too sweet match for, for the week as well. It was great seeing, uh, all of them just kind of work together. Um, you know, just put on one excellent match. Didn't really know how it was going to turn out. You know, you know, Diamond Mine has all the power over there, but uh, the Angelo family has all the has the smarts on their side. So it was, we didn't know how that was going to go. Just an overall great uh, match. So that was my two sweet for the week. Simon Street, we start with over with you now. What was yours? Uh, pretty much my two 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 sweet for the week was definitely uh, coming from AEW. Um, really, really, really enjoyed seeing Thunder Rosa versus Mayu Yamashita. Uh, really just a great straight match. Uh, definitely. I like, uh, a lot of, well, it's always enjoyable to watch anybody who is strong style striker. And you definitely got a chance to see this with, uh, Mayu. She really did a great job. I think that with Thunder Rosa, they put on a great match. Um, I didn't get a chance to see the match that, that was promoted of what they had before to where Mayu actually got the shot to mm -hmm. uh, go against, uh, against uh, Thunder Rosa. She actually ended up beating Thunder Rosa at that event. Um, really, really good. Like I said before, um, you know, whether it be because of Forbidden Door or for whatever the case may be, having people come over, you know, and I do, I do realize that she was on a couple of dark matches too, but I'm just saying like, it's really, really cool because you get to kind of see this diversity that's that's really, really needed just in general with women's women's wrestling. And so that AEW has always kind of had this with different people from Japan, but just just the way that the match really went was really good. So um, the next thing that was too sweet for the week um, is is again it's going to come back to and I prefaced it a little bit earlier with uh, Dakota Kai and um, EO Sky coming into it. Again, super excited to see that we're going to have more more people coming in to, uh, you know, to try to bolster the roster of the women's uh, division for WWE, right? Um, these are people that we've probably wanted for a long time, maybe not so much with Dakota Kai, but definitely with uh, EO Shirai or EO Sky, as you will have it. Um, and things are looking good. And there's one thing I want to preface before I get done. Uh, there was a, uh, a tweet that was sent out by Triple H that uh, Bailey had shared on her Twitter basically saying that if you like what you've seen, uh, we're just getting started. So so obviously in the scope of Triple H in this capacity, uh, he was talking about at, SummerSlam. He well, I know he's talking about... He sent it yeah. out right at right after they debuted at SummerSlam. He was talking about the rest of their show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I took it also too as, you know, women's, women's wrestling and WWE, at least it's on the table. Let's put it that way. So, and that's my two sweet for the week. All right. Uh, Matt Michaels, what you got? When has it been off the table? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Team champions? I'm not. I'm not going to get it. I don't want to. I want to cut the tag team Michaels. champions. I don't want to. We already know how you feel about women's wrestling, so I'll just I'll let you say your spiel. In fact, I'll mute myself. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> so Roman and Brock. Uh, you also have to include Theory in that this whole week, uh, and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Did the perfect dead beached whale after he took the uh, shot through the table. Uh, the only thing that they they didn't do, which they should have done, is threw Heyman on top of all that shit when they were throwing it on top of Brock. That would have just <laughs> been wonderful. 
Um, and by the way, if you haven't noticed, go back and watch when the ring is lifted up. Amazingly fucking enough, the hat and vest that Brock wore did not fucking fall out of the ring. That was unbelievable. It was like, <laughs> dude, define gravity, huh? Uh, you got to go with uh, Bianca and uh, Becky. Becky did bang up her shoulder during that match. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it was a good showing for her to, uh, to get through it and to uh, conceivably go face, uh, which would be great. Uh, and you got to love uh, the Usos and Street Profits. And, uh, yeah, break those guys up. Fuck those Street Profits being a tag team. Montez oh, has got go. all the shit. He's he's got the skills. Uh, Get him into the fucking uh, into the mix of the singles. He'll be a star. And and D, you shake your head, but you're gonna have nine fucking shirts of his within the first year. So yeah, he's definitely you know, your yeah. type. He's definitely your type. <laughs> I didn't know I have a type. Oh, you definitely have a type. The hype type and the hype. You gonna jump right on it. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Sin City Steve, man. <laughs> what you got? I don't know how I'm going to follow that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, simply put, Roosh needed a match like the one that he had versus John Moxley on Dynamite. Okay. I'm just going to get that out there. Um, the matches that he's been involved in during AEW, you know, the, the time that he's been with AEW, they've been skippable and largely forgettable. A major departure from his ROH run. Um, Moxley and Roosh had a wild, hard-hitting match to kickstart Dynamite. Um, Moxley, of course, gets the win with his bulldog choke. Um, elsewhere on that same show, Daniel Garcia went out and had the biggest win of his career versus Brian Danielson. Kudos to Brian Danielson making Daniel Garcia look like a million bucks um, in the main event of Dynamite. Um, it was a great back and forth match until Jake Hager gets involved, grabbing Danielson's leg, allowing Garcia to hit a pile driver and the sharpshooter with, uh, yeah, Danielson passing out. Okay. Um, you, you did mention it, um, Michaels, Logan fucking Paul. This dude com just competed in his second professional wrestling match in his life on Saturday. His second. And he looked like $10 million. The dude is just an absolute natural in the squared circle. And I'm officially on board with uh, with the Maverick. You know, I'm sure people have wanted to hate on the guy right out of the gate because of envy or because he's an outsider or whatever. The dude has immense potential. And the sky is absolutely the limit with Logan Paul. All right, man. Good stuff. We're going to go right over into WTF. I'll, uh, I'll kick this off right quick. I, uh, most of it, again, uh, AW. Um, I understand Sin City, the Roosh match. So I'm a fan of his. Um, but Were you I just mad because he didn't win the match? Not, not that. But what I didn't understand, first off, when they announce him, the crowd makes no reaction because apparently nobody in that town uh, knows who he is, which leads to the second part of why was Roosh even fighting a, a, a match against the 
AEW world champion. Like, what was the purpose of even having that match? It was just confusing. So I, I was totally thrown off on that, and I knew when, when it happened, Roosh was going to take the L on that. Um, what is a what is a, 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 uh, another... Another AEW World Trios Championship belt. We got another belt. We got we got to go through another tournament. Another belt. It's just okay. So I'm like, whatever. We'll see how that all comes out. Not excited about it. The FTW belt. Okay. I like the line of I I took a noose, I guess, and made it into a tie. Uh, but why does it matter? Because the FTW belt doesn't serve any purpose or anything for aw so what why does why did why we're making a big deal out of this anyway and why are fans so excited now that hook has it when it doesn't mean anything it's like it it's like home. it's like the excitement of someone winning the 24 7 title Woo! someone's got nobody cares why are we supposed to be caring i'm confused that's a better title than the 24 7 title at least. it doesn't the 24 7 title <laughs> is is still a part of all the titles of wwe it's the, it's the least of it but ftw doesn't serve it's not even in nowhere in the belts that's you know that's a line for AEW at all it was just a something that was thrown out last thing and i get out dante martin um yes fan of this guy but every time i see him this guy's taking an L. What are we doing with Dante? He is really a great athlete. But every time I seem like I see him, I seem like he can't get one over. I was just thinking the other day, didn't I just see him at Rampage a week ago against Moriarty? He took an L on that one. We see a whole bunch of great matches from Dante, but nothing seems to be coming out of him. How, how am I supposed to get excited for someone who I'm excited for but can't get a, a W out of it? I don't know. That was my WTF. I could keep going, but that right there, I'll stop. I don't know what's going on. Um, let me jump over to you, Matt Michael, so we can let the other two uh, tell us what's wrong with our promotions. What, what you got? Wasting my time with that shit. That shit's obvious. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, first off, NXT Women Tag Titles coming back. Fuck it. They should just fucking got rid of that. Um, AEW Six Man Tag There's Belts. That compassion. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, Six Man Tag Belts. Uh, bullshit. Uh, that makes 14 titles between ROH and AEW. Um, Moxley, what the fuck? Bleeding seven minutes into the match. Seven minutes. And they didn't need it. The match did not need the fucking blood. That's the problem with that dude. Fucking doesn't wrestle anymore. Just uh, apparently likes to fucking bleed. Uh, fuck Hook. Fucking beating Starks. That was dumb. He looked like a fucking child on the back of Starks. <laughs> fucking stupid. You're building up Starks as to be something special in terms of being a talker, being a star. And Hook is, you know, still fucking nursing on his mom's tit. Um, the FTR belt, they actually said that it's uh, Hook is uh, going to make it return to prominence like it's ever been a prominent belt ever. Right. Uh, Hobbs turning on Starks. No one gave a shit in the arena. That was unbelievable. It's like, why have him turn? It was fucking that another stupid thing. Uh, Ty Conte and Anna Jay gave the lamest stomps to Sky Blue, and no one fucking reacted in the, yeah. the arena again. That was shit. Hangman <laughs> Page, that's a single star. He's back with the Dark Order. And uh, <laughs> on Rampage, Anna Jay over ruby 
yeah, Ruby, you know, you should have <laughs> just hung in there and sign back with the company now that Hunter's in. So, yeah, <laughs> why you can't with that one? All right, Simon Street, go, man. What's your WTFs? So pretty much my WTFs were not so much like what the fuck were they thinking so much, although maybe the first one is, but at least the other two that I got were more just kind of shocked, threw me back a little bit. So the which one was kind of obvious, obviously Anna J. Oh my gosh. Apparently she just wants to choke everybody. But really, girl, what the fuck can you really do? Because you don't look very convincing in this business. I know I probably am not the only person who feels that way, so that was definitely a what the fuck. My God, the way you're talking about women's wrestling, it's fucking awful. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're <laughs> trashing it. You hey, fucking... Hey, hey I'm just giving my best impression of a Matt Michaels rendition. Okay, come on. Anywho, getting on to the next one. What the fuck? Oh, my gosh. Look, Kid Rock kissing trailer trash tammy if you don't know who her she is i am not laying a disc because i am not as eloquent as matt michaels is with the horrible puns but trailer trash tammy is a uh a youtube star she's actually funny as shit once i looked her up um she pretty much the name says it all so that was big ups to uh kid rock doing that probably that wasn't that that was dewdrop no that wasn't dewdrop (laughs) that was dewdrop's cousin So I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I was God. literally like, what the fuck with that one? Really just, just scratching my head. And then uh, <laughs> last but not least, uh, what the fuck? Just in general for, um, you know, Street Profits. You know? Uh, I know it was coming. I get it. I'm I'm realistic. You know, I'm, I, I just was like, damn, man. What was the purpose of it anyways? Of even having to be in a SummerSlam match. We already knew that, but even still, like, what the fuck? What, what are we doing? I was hoping for a turn, and that's where I'm getting at. I was hoping that Dawkins would have flipped the fuck out and Montez would have knocked his ass out or something like that, or at least would have saw a hint of it. It still looks like, why do we keep fucking losing? What's wrong with our chemistry? So I don't know. Maybe Raw will will taste some more, but that's pretty much my, my, my what the fucks. All right, all right. Sin City. Well, I'll just uh, echo Simon's point that he just made the writing's definitely on the wall and it's only a matter of time until they actually split up the street profits there's only one problem the profits are one of maybe five total tag teams across both wwe main roster brands if they split them up then we better see the formation of some new teams asafp to fortify the tag division and it just to kind of reply to something you just mentioned there simon Keep in mind, it was Dawkins that ate the pin, and Tez was showing the heel uh, mm-hmm. the heel tendencies toward the end of the match. So that's the yeah. way that they're going to go. Um, it's just a matter of time. And I know I'm going to get some heat for this. I know I will, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the main event of SummerSlam was fucking great for a bulk of the match. And then the Usos get involved. I Imagine that, <clears throat> right? I obviously... I made the comment to a friend that I was watching the show with that the bloodline matches are getting uh, quickly turning into house of torture type matches from new Japan. If you're not aware house of torture is a sub faction of bullet club and um, in, in new Japan pro wrestling, ultimately in every single match that they're involved in, there's always outside interference always, no matter what it could be just the most inconsequential match. You're going to have outside interference and it cheapens the match. Uh, as a result, 
I'm just, I'm, I'm getting tired of interference. You probably heard the inflection in my voice earlier when I mentioned the Jake Hager thing. That, I don't know. It just cheapens things down a little bit for me. Uh, every time that there's interference. Um, and I guess that we're never getting the Dominic Hill turn on Ray. I, I guess not. It's just not going <laughs> to fucking happen. So let's just put that to bed. And uh, even though, you know, Edge came back looking uh, like, you know, the Michael Jackson thriller jacket on, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he was doing his thing. And I understand that that was the main point of the aftermath of that match. But, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with that shit. What the fuck? Uh, we're going to go into what we what are we looking out for? But, you know, I'm going to say this right quick about maybe, you know, every everything we're, we're that we're looking for towards of what we believe is happening in the storyline for WWE may end up in some ways being switched up now that we have some new uh, people in charge. You know, maybe they're going, nah, we're going to scrap that. Maybe we won't scrap Or they just may keep it. You never know. But don't be surprised if something that we thought was going, again, with the Dominic situation, maybe they're going to go, ah, we're not ready to pull that lever yet, you know, for whatever reason, you know, or they may stick with it, you know, and we may never know. We have to wait to Meltzer to say, oh, my God, I can't believe Triple H decided to keep the script that Vince McMahon had, but, you know, but we got to see what happens going forward. I do feel that what we will see, uh, mean that, you know, they made probably the best determination for why they decide to keep what they are giving us right now. So let's see what happens. What are we looking out for? Let's go. All right, Mr. Michaels, I'm going to start off with you, man. Uh, what you excited to see going forward? Anything out there? I'd like to see more Alondra Blaze on NXT. Um, <laughs> great, <laughs> great presence. And that yeah, could it was be cool something that, you know, if she's around, um, you can have her kind of, you know, develop some of the, the young talent down there. Which yeah. would be great. Uh, along the same lines, uh, Vaughn and Solo Street Fight coming up on Tuesday. That yeah. should be pretty intense. And uh, who knows, man, uh, we might see either or both those guys get called up uh, sooner than later. Um, and uh, man, you, you gotta, you gotta be interested in seeing where theory is going now that, uh, you know, he has the money in the bank still, but he, you know, got his uh, ass handed to him uh, throughout the week. So um, that's pretty, pretty sweet uh, to see what's going on with him. And, Let's see uh, what's going to be happening now that uh, Riddle got his uh, curb stomp on again and uh, apparently is uh, is eating Matt for a while. Um, you know, it looks like they're going to be setting up those two over in Scotland. Um, but, you know, Seth, I mean, Jesus Christ, there's no one better than Seth Rollins at just absolutely just executing something as perfect as that the fans went apeshit when riddle came in from the crowd into the ring um and uh and hats off to we didn't even uh, say what a fucking hot crowd for yes. that event um at any point they could have just killed the, you know any momentum to the show and they didn't so yeah good for them all right all right uh let's see that's in city what you looking out for all right, so we all saw how uh, WWE's Raw's women's division got a huge restock of talent 
It's Bailey returned, thank God. Uh, <laughs> Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, I mean Io Sky, uh, are in a faction with the role model. I'm genuinely curious to see what Triple H may have in store for the SmackDown women's division. Because you know that there, there's going to be something that's going to happen. Uh, the discussion has already begun around Survivor Series. Uh, the show used to be used to be a big four pay per view. Mm -hmm. Technically, I guess it still is. Um, under Triple H, do we see the return to prominence? To steal a phrase that was mentioned earlier um, of the Thanksgiving tradition. Obviously, we already saw the groundwork being laid for one major feud that could be pretty intriguing. Pat McAfee versus Corey Graves at Survivor Series. Mm. Yeah. Announcer versus announcer, brand versus brand. Let's go. <laughs> oh, and speaking of let's go, that new McAfee song fucking blows. Um, yeah. It's not like it if you don't have the crappy. money to pony up for Seven Nation Army. Just fucking do it. Even if it's That's the it's, instrumental, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, the the problem isn't that they don't have the money to pony up for it. It's the it's the residual rights to it. That's why you know they they tend to stay away from that shit now. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Ronda turns heel. Becky turns face. Again, they're laying the groundwork for Mania in L.A. Um, one of the matches that they've had on paper for a while is Ronda versus Becky. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how we get there. And quite honestly, if WWE begins deliberate long-term long -term storytelling now that uh, the change in creative has happened. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll jump in this. Uh, looking out for, yes, the... Um the Raw Women Division, Bailey. We talked about it. EO Dakota. So exciting to see them uh, come back, and uh, definitely looking to see what's going to happen there. Edge. I'm, I'm looking forward for the revenge. I love the look. Can't wait to see what happens there. Uh, I'm, I'm ready for uh, for the Tribal Chief. Uh, do I have to wait for for SmackDown to get a response to let me know he's going on vacation, or uh, is it on Raw? Um, I want to see what's next for the Tribal Chief. I don't know, but uh, I want to see where they go. I'm mean, interested see to see months. there. Say again? See you in three months. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He, well, he, on, he, he on Lesnar's old yeah, schedule. Yeah, the, the, the whale show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's going to the whale show? Yeah. Um, the, the Impact Knockout, they uh, finally introduced Killer Kelly. She showed up, and uh, so it was cool. I... To, to, to see what she's going to be about. She threw a couple of moves out there that uh, caught my interest, so I think she's going to be great for their division as well. Another thing on Impact Wrestling I had mentioned earlier, and they're preparing for emergence, and I don't know more has been complaining about the idea of they not getting any championship title matches or anything. What's going on? Why are we being treated that way? Scott Demore had to just remind them, hey, you know, I know what you guys are going through. You know, I was with Team Canada, and, and one thing that we had to uh, embrace was a match that we either, if we win it, we get to st uh, um, stick together, we get to have championship matches, but if we lose that match, we have to break up. And that's pretty much what that's going to be for the emergence of Honor No More when they uh, have a match against the Bullet Club, where they stay together as a team and start having some matches, or is that the end and it goes to individual? I'm actually looking forward to this uh, for Emergence coming up in about uh, two weeks. 
uh, be on Impact Plus. So it looked like it's coming together quite well for that storyline. And the last thing, I just want to shout out, they did a, a promo for Alex Shelley. Of course, he's going to be going against Josh Alexander for the title. But in the promo, they had a lot of wrestlers just giving their, their shout-out to Alex because this is really big for him. One person in that video vignette was Johnny Gargano. It was good to see him. Uh, on uh, doing a video there. It's kind of the second time you see something on Impact Wrestling, you know, where you have AJ Styles, you know, and I know Johnny's not with, you know, WWE, but still, we think of him as a WWE guy, you know, so it was cool to see him part of the video uh, montage as well, so shout out to that. Simon Street, what you got, man? What you looking out for? Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with uh, women's division on Raw, more particularly of the pieces that have been put into place. Uh, however, how can you put them to where each person can kind of shine? Yeah, we got a lot of hours to watch Raw on, but more particularly, you know, uh, with having, you know, Bailey there, you, one can only wonder, she's definitely going to be taking a main role, almost almost nine times out of ten, right? So let's just say, you know, you got Becky, she's on Raw. You got Bianca, she's on Raw. Now you got Bailey, that's on Raw. And that's not to say that EO Sky and, and um, what you call it, Dakota Kai, uh, won't be there too, but you're looking at three main players. Now, another third player that I'm looking at is more what I'm looking for 100% is Rhea Ripley. Let's be honest. When Rhea Ripley wasn't there, Judgment Day was looking a bit shallow. And I'll be bold enough to say that her being there does provide something there. I know one rumor that we keep talking about is, you know, what's going to happen with Dominic. I think the writing is on the water. Eventually he will turn to the dark side, like some kind of star Wars movie and be part of the judgment day. Here's something that I thought of. And Hey, sometimes people watch this show. We'll see what happens. I think it'd be really cool if Rhea Ripley would uh, be the person to take the lead with young Dominic in many ways of where one young man who is innocent in nature can be corrupted. I would like to see Rhea Ripley kind of seduce him a bit. It had to be over the top crazy, but something like that to where, let's be real, any type of young man who's innocent probably would turn on their family for somebody else in the interest of- In a way. TV 14 rating type, right? That, hey, hey, if it's TV 14 rating, <laughs> the cool thing is, is you know who she's with and the person he was, she was with when he was in the company had a little thing with his, his sister. So I don't know, just fun shit. All right. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> All right, no doubt. Let's get into our best in show. I'm I'm just gonna guess everyone's gonna say SummerSlam, but I'll I'll be the first one for me. Definitely the highlight of the week. Uh, shout out to that. That was uh, that was my best in show. Done it. Boom. Let me go over to you, Mr. Sin City Steve. What was your best of show this week? Let the record show. Okay. July 31st, 2022. Okay. Yes, peeling back the curtain a little bit. Mm -hmm. This is the first week that I'm doing this. Okay. WWE SummerSlam. <laughs> WWE product Hold being on. my best in show for the first time since we've been doing this. Unless I'm proven wrong, which somebody invariably will let me know in the comments. All right. Uh, so yeah, right. SummerSlam was awesome. Documenting right here, July thirty first, Sin City. Okay, gotcha. All right, it's in the books, man. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Um, Simon Street, man, what was your best of the show this week? It's 
probably going to be unanimous across the board. SummerSlam. Uh, SummerSlam went really good. I actually had an opportunity to watch a lot of um, stuff that was on social media, of like interviews on press day and whatnot for SummerSlam. And one interesting one that I saw was Triple H. And when he was being asked was, hey, you know, uh, what what's the future? And I like how Triple H handled it. He basically said, hey, um, these are large shoes to fill. And if I can be honest, these are shoes I may never be able to fill. But we definitely it's going to take everybody. And I liked how he prep, pre- prefaced that as moving forward. That's what the company's going to be about is moving forward. He wants to get everybody's opinion. You know, he wants to be able to weigh out as many options as possible and kind of collectively come together to come up with better shows and not be afraid to change things that need to be changed. Now, behind the scenes, you know, a lot of people have made speculations and some of it, I don't know if it's been substantiated. Maybe you fellas know. Triple H did make some last minute changes before uh, SummerSlam. And I think that uh, if that is true and it was substantiated, hey, some of this proof is what we saw. It was just a very sound product. I look, got a chance to look at a lot of different results afterwards just to see what their takes are with the grades and how they grade them. I did not see too many of them that graded each match uh, with low grades. On average, they were like if it was A, B, C, D, it was like A's and B's, one C. So, uh, again, it was just consistent across the board. Shit, they got Sin City Steve's. Uh, ma- ma- match of approval, which means his intelligence wasn't insulted, which was often the case, I feel, even with me and other people, WWE be doing some dumb shit. So <laughs> it's just really, really cool. And, and, and my hope is, is that we WWE can continue to build upon this momentum, uh, not just with their pay-per-views, which is, would have been a premium pay-per-view, but with, with Raw and SmackDown. Build a formula with the new pieces you put in place. All right. Matt Michaels. Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. Um, I so tonight that we're recording, we know tonight they're running Flair's last match. Do we know what the outcome, or is that still going on like live now? Do we know? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, Flair, Flair, and uh, Flair picked up the win. He did. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got to take a look just to kind of kind of see how that all came out. You know, hopefully Flair was you know wasn't looking too. Uh... <laughs> he was wearing a shirt. Ah, okay. There we go. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I will say it was cool looking at the card. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I didn't get a chance to watch. I watched it later, but I thought that was cool. Yeah. Oh, and and by the way, mm-hmm. obviously, Ric Flair bladed in the match too. Well, of course, <laughs> did he go to the top and then totally couldn't do it and then got thrown down? Because I mean, that's that's been his staple for years. Yeah. yeah. Well, good stuff. Something to look forward to, fellas. All right, y'all. This is our wrestling talk. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, if you're watching us live, just be prepared to jump back on as we have three good uh, topics for three counts. And if you're just listening to the podcast, make sure you download Tuesday's version. And I'm sure you're going to enjoy that. All right. So, with that, we will see you all next week. Happy wrestling to you all. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.